Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I am your host Dave Johnson uh, It's been a couple weeks and a few days since our season ended and uh, I guess everybody's in the rebuilding and recruiting stage of getting their team together for the 2018 women's football season so uh, our team Tri-Cities Thunder is recruiting as well and uh, trying to build us a good program and a good league for the U.S. WFL. Uh, we need some good quality teams and we're recruiting for that as well. Um, I've said it uh, every week on the show, I guess. It ain't uh, quantity we're looking for, it's quality. And uh, that's that's what we're after. Uh, we had a good good meeting, a conference call last week with some good teams. And uh, I think things are looking and heading up in the right direction. We've got a lot of people, uh, these new owners and coaches, excited about the things we want to do, and I actually got a coach calling in tonight from one of those teams that's really excited, and hey, that's that's what we need in, in women's football, so uh, today was a great day for football as well as we speak. Uh, me and Jennifer went to White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, to watch a uh, joint practice between the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots, and man, what a great experience that was. It was it was amazing. Uh, anybody that ever gets a coach, uh, a chance to, that's a coach or a player or whatever, gets a chance to go watch one of those live, you should go. It was upbeat for about three hours. They went hard. I mean, just doing different kind of drills and all over the field with both teams, and they scrimmaged a little bit, one-on-ones. It was truly amazing. I, I didn't... Uh, didn't know what to expect. Uh, Jennifer mentioned it about going. Um, her new favorite player now is J.J. Watt since Peyton Manning retired. and um, He is a great player, no doubt about it. Um, those guys are just, I mean, it's just amazing. You see those guys in person versus watching them on TV. And, I mean, we were really, really close uh, to this, actually to the Patriots sideline. So, if you ever get a chance to – go watch one of those live it 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 was really amazing and uh, had a great time i wasn't sure i would and didn't know what to expect and one thing for sure the patriots had, had got the word out there because there was tom brady jerseys everywhere i mean everywhere you turned it was just patriots 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 so they definitely got the word out but it was a 
it was a good day. So uh, we had a had fun, and you know, that's I'd like to see. I'd like to see women's football get to that level. I don't know when or how it could ever, but uh, man, if it could, you know, I just can't imagine some of these teams um, that have that many players in women's football. And shoo, that's it'd be great. There was, I mean, there's coaches. I mean, like the D coordinator had two or three coaches, and the offense coordinator had two or three coaches and there was assistance to them and I mean there was just people everywhere helping and man just to be able to have that at your disposal the players just everything you know so um that's what you know that's what I keep saying every week I'm I mean I'm I'm dedicated to this sport and um um I'm gonna try my best to do everything I can to to get it to that level, I don't know uh, exactly what all that's going to take, but I'm going to sure do my part along the way to uh, help all you girls out there get to this point, not just the girls that play on my team, but the girls that work hard every week and uh, every day and not knowing what tomorrow will bring them as far as their team goes or what team they're going to be on. Hey, keep your head up. You never know what will happen. You never know. So, um, you know, with a lot of help, um, I think that there's a good chance. I mean, we may not ever get to that level, but we can sure make it a lot better than than what it is now. And it's going to take a joint effort, not not just me. I can't do it all by myself, but I'm sure going to do my share. And, you know, that's uh, one thing. You know, got Coach Will coming on tonight. Excuse me. And uh, he's really excited about, uh, you know, he coaches the Fayetteville Fierce, and he's real excited about uh, his opportunity and their opportunity there. And they already have an amazing team, great passing attack. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to take a lot of us like this to, to grow the sport, not just one team. I mean, sure, I, I, I get it, every single person out there that, plays on a team or coaches a team or owns a team says, well, I'm I'm worried about my team. Well, I am too, but if, if you don't worry about the other teams, you don't have anybody to play. And, you know, if you, if you don't have a league, then you can't get games. So, you know, it goes hand in hand. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, you know, don't like me because well, I wouldn't play one of his teams. Well, that's all fine and good. You're just hurting yourself because uh, we'll play, you know. I mean, I'm not going to play a roster two times or three times the size of mine, but if you got the same amount of players as me and, and you live close, uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't be scrimmaging, playing, doing something, helping us out because the way I see it, we're all in it together. All is one. It's women's football. You know, it's not just the – uh, Tri-Cities Thunder versus whoever, you know, and I've seen up there today that uh, all the coaches from the Texans, Patriots interacted with each other. They were all out there talking, all out there going over things. I mean, even after some heated action between some of the players, hey, they controlled the whole thing. There wasn't any rest there. They they took control of the whole situation. The coaches uh, got together. 
they got along. They realized that they're there for a reason. That's to get better, to work on things. It's nothing personal. And, you know, sure, I guess the players can maybe make it personal. But as far as us coaches and us owners and, and people like that, we need to try to keep this personal stuff out of it because it's for the betterment of the teams. And if you don't think those two teams today didn't want to win, huh, you got another thing coming because they went at it hard for about three hours. And uh, it was the most up-paced practice of any kind that I've ever been associated with playing, watching, or anything. So, you know, we're we're all in it together. And I think uh, once we can realize that, that there's strength in numbers. And I say this to a lot of uh, people that I try to uh, get involved in it for – financial reasons, not just for one team, for a league and for women's football. And they say, well, I'm just one person. I say, well, one person has to start it somewhere. And there's strength in numbers. And, you know, um, these leagues out there, I mean, you look at how many teams the WFA has gained the last several years, and uh, they, they got some momentum and they're rolling. And, uh, you know, that's strength right there in in numbers. Just like I say, it's strength in numbers. So, sure, I mean, we're in the baby stage steps here in the East and, and in this league. And even within my team, we're just a third-year team. Just finished our third season. And uh, there's a brand-new team called the Southern Reapers. Uh, they're joining, joining the USWFL, and they're a brand-new team. Uh, they got a couple players I think it's played before, but other than that, they're they're a brand new team. Uh, I think there's a Delaware team thinking about joining the USWFL. I think they've got a coach that's uh, coached before, and uh, maybe a few players that's played, but they're also a brand new organization. So, you know, that's that's what we got to have, and uh, you know, it's like I told them the other night on the conference call. Maybe they don't want to reach out to me because of the team we got, but I told them, hey, anything we can help you with, I'll be glad to. And anybody that knows me knows that I sincerely mean that. So, you know, it wasn't just to, to pass time by when I said it. So, Because I, I truly uh, want all these teams to, uh, to play, you know. So uh, – each other and play all their games and so we don't have any forfeits you know so that's uh that's what will really help this league and uh we can do that by helping each other so um i think maybe coach will he's supposed to be calling in pretty quick maybe he's on there in the next few minutes and uh this guy's really uh got a lot uh lot to talk about so let's see if he's there uh coach will you there hey can you hear me yes sir how you doing i'm great coach how about you oh doing good doing good hey glad you could take the time to call in here tonight and uh, talk with us and uh give us some exciting things about your team up there and uh what we're doing to move forward here with the league and and uh, all that. 
Oh, hey, not a problem. Thanks for uh, inviting me to call in and talk. Uh, I was li- I listened to the the tail end of your conversation, and uh, you're right. Uh, I do think that the league is going in a great direction. Uh, after listening to the first conference call, uh, I like what's going on. Uh, out here in Fayetteville, North Carolina, we are uh, in the off season doing a little bit of conditioning, and uh, we're going to start a uh, flag football program. Well, not start a program, but we're going to start playing in a league out here in Raleigh, North Carolina to help develop some skills of some of my rookies and, uh, you know, get them more in tune with football because, unfortunately, up until last year, I didn't even know women's tackle football existed. So uh, as a coach, I'm learning. I'm learning how to coach uh, women. I'm, I'm used to coaching young men and and teenage boys in the game of football, but I'm learning how to coach young women. So this flag football is going to have both me and my team. Right? Yes, sir. You know, the, I tell the people all the time, and and I, I was guilty of it myself. And uh, the first year I watched my I took my wife played in Chattanooga, and uh, she drove 225 miles three days a week to practice and. Uh, it it was I didn't it took me the whole year to realize how much different that this women's game was versus the men and you know, it takes coach and usually it takes a coach a year and a half or two years to make that transition to become a great women's coach and I'm not knocking on any coach out there, but it really does take a while to to get adapted to the difference in the situation. You know, I'm, I'm finding out that that to be true uh, here, you know, every, every, every day, like we, we will meet, we meet from conditioning or whatever the case. And uh, the head coach of the team, coach Vernon, he, at first I didn't believe him, but he explained to me that in the men's game, you can just tell a kid, kid I need you to do A, B, and C and he'll do it but in the women's game you have to explain what A, B, and C is and then you have to explain the mm-hmm. why which is kind of unique. Mm-hmm. and then you have to explain it every day for a long time you know yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. it's uh, each day when you look over and you might have a few different players than you had the day before and then you explain it to them and then maybe two or three days you get the same girls back the first time and they really didn't understand it when you went over it. So it, it takes a while. I mean, you really, really got to do a lot of repetition and, and hands-on. And, I mean, you know, my my motto is, hey, we're going to make it simple and easy. And once we get simple and easy picked up, then we'll, we will move on to a little bit more and then a little bit more. And, you know, then there's there's going to be a cap there for – for maybe this year and then next year if you get some returning players then maybe you know you get a little bit more so that's you know that it takes patience and it takes time and uh you know it's one of them things that uh you got to know when to holler to players and when not to and who you can and who you can't and i tell people all the time that it takes a long time to make that transition from men to women. And uh, obviously you're you're doing a pretty good job. Uh, this is what, your second year coming up? Yeah, this will be my second season. Um, 
it's kind of it's it's kind of I, I want to say it's the same. Uh, coaching is coaching. I want to say that. But uh, yeah, you're right. I am learning day by day the attitudes, the uh, dedication, all of that stuff is different. Now I'm not saying these women don't have dedication because I've seen uh, my team the complete dedication that it takes. Unlike unlike the men, uh, where you know there's a if you are a family man and there's a kid involved, you know you got a, a wife on the sideline that's watching that kid. But some of these young these ladies are that they, they're that wife. So you got a woman out here trying to practice and she's got to worry about the kids and homework and all types of stuff. Um, and you talked about turnaround. The unique the unique thing about my team is a vast majority of my girls are active duty military. So our turnaround is ridiculous. I could have uh, a girl this year and next year have a whole nother girl because that one girl left due to military uh, commitments. Uh, but you're right, you know, it, it is a unique situation, but coaching to me is coaching. I'm having fun with it, and uh, the girls are – they learn every day, and they uh, – they what they learn, they uh, show it on the field at, at, during the game. So it, it is an interesting thing to be coaching women's football. I'll say that. Well, you know, I, I'll say this, and I don't uh, I don't have any idea who coached them last year or anything for that matter, but, you know, we uh, – y'all beat us and over there and, and pretty good. And uh, I watched film on you from last year, and they're on, on the team, not just uh, you in general, but as the team last year. And, I mean, there's just – it's just an unbelievable turnaround from – what they look like on film from last year to what you see live on the field now and how they've progressed. And, you know, that's, that's what you, that's what you want as a coach. And, you know, I said it the other night on the call and I just said a little while ago, we won't, we don't need quantity teams. We need quality teams. And I mean, quality teams. I looked down that list the other night and, uh, and this is a true story. I told, uh, a friend of mine, well, assistant coach for me, I said there was seven teams on that call the other night. And I said all seven of them can win a championship and firmly believe they can do it. And that's what you want in a league is 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 that parity. You know, we're all got about the same amount of numbers, same amount of players, and everybody's hungry. I mean, y'all beat us. We beat West Virginia. Y'all beat West Virginia. You know, three years ago, Memphis beat us. And the coach from Delaware beat Memphis in the championship. And Detroit beat uh, Houston. And, you know, so everybody's on that call feels like that they can, can win a championship. And, and that, to me, is is what it's about. And, you know, then we got these couple of brand-new teams coming in. And um, who knows? I mean, First year we had a team, we went eight and one. So there's no guarantee. You know in football, and I know in football, there's no guarantee. And just like you said, the turnaround with these women, uh, you know, we played when we come to play y'all, we had 13. And um, you might have a full roster this week and only enough to play next week. So it, it makes it tough. And, you know, that's why I want this league to really – really work is for the parity and the quality and you know you take those quality teams that we know we can play and we know we're going to compete each week that's what 
makes good football. So, and I've seen that from from y'all's team uh, from a year ago to the turnaround they've had this year. And, and obviously, you know, I don't know what other assistants they've added besides you, but uh, somebody's doing something right up there. Um, the team that last year was the team's first uh, year together, so there was a lot of learning involved in that first year together. They they came together this year, my first year helping them out, and they applied what they had learned through trial and error last year because um, the product that was on the field two years ago and the product on the field this last season is uh, it's, it's different, uh, but the girls are learning. And that's why out here in Fayetteville we do feel confident in the next season because with any sport, with any uh, team, you get better each year if the team stays together. So we're looking forward to the next season because we will have now three seasons under our belt. Hopefully we will be better, and hopefully uh, come March 31st, um, we will have a team that's uh, highly competitive and out there having fun. Right. Well, you know, what exactly, you know, what what is y'all's? team goals and, and y'all's and your goal and your team's goals for, for this league? Well, the team goals, uh, obviously, I, I would hope everybody's team goals. Uh, but another good team goal and an individual goal for me uh, is to uh, develop this league. I want this, not that I'm involved in this league, I want this league to be nationally known, nationally recognized, and uh, hopefully international. Hopefully we can get the championship team uh, to go to Canada one day and play a Canadian championship team. That'd be, that'd be something neat. But uh, the, the development of the, the league, uh, for the betterment of the women that play in the league, the women that own teams in the league, uh, the women that coach in the league, two female coaches, uh, so – I want to see the league grow. I want to see the league develop. And I want to see the ladies uh, enjoying the playing the game that uh, for a long time they've been told they can't play. Uh, I know in my high school the ladies weren't allowed on the football field. So uh, I want to see this league develop. I want to see young girls, uh, young women, realizing that, yeah, you can play full contact 11-on-11 tackle football. Yeah, you know what's what's amazing is is people don't realize is, is I've been around football my whole life and and obviously I do take a lot of it for granted. But uh, since me and Jimper's married and uh, she's been a big football fan since uh, Peyton Manning played at UT and then through his career, you know she's followed him. But you know it's like today we went to. Uh, I don't know if you heard or not. We went to West Virginia and watched that uh, joint practice between the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots. And, you know, it was her idea to go, you know. And hey, don't let me wrong, it was great. It was amazing. I'm I'm glad I went. I learned this so much just by watching what they do and how they do things different and, and all that. And I'm glad I went. But you know what? If it had for her, as an avid football fan, period, not just women's, but an avid football fan, I probably wouldn't have went. And you would not believe, I can't 
tell everybody listening enough how big this crowd was to watch a dang practice, man. It was it was amazing. How I mean, there was it was huge. It rained the whole day, and it didn't matter. They stayed out there from the time an hour before they started to an hour after they finished. And you know, just if we could ever ever get this this women's football just close, remotely close to what this men's NFL has grown to, hey, it would be amazing for these girls. I mean, these girls go out there and, and uh, lay it on the line and, like you said, are single moms, work in the military. You know, I've got girls that go to school and uh, are single parents. And just, i got them everywhere, and you do too. And, you know, they go out here and, and work their hind ends off for nothing and pay to play. And, you know, nobody, I mean, when I say nobody, you get 20 people in the stands to watch them, you know. And today, oh, my God, I, I can't imagine, I can't begin to tell you how many people was there to watch a practice that drove from, I heard some people say they come from Texas, you know, and people driving from Boston just all over the country to watch this joint practice. And, and that just really makes me mad. And I, and I tell Jennifer all the time, I say, you know what? It just makes me mad that, that all these people come and watch a joint practice and we can't get them to come and watch you girls play. Now, I grant you, we don't have a Tom Brady on our team and not not many people do, but, uh, you know, still, it's good football. And, you know, it's like those games we played against y'all and West Virginia and, and uh, the Houston and Washington games. Those were good games and that all-star game. Man, that was great games, and people, you know, if people were there, they loved that, and that's what we're missing here in this women's game, and if we could ever get that kind of support, we could really do something for these ladies, you know? I do, and to be honest, Coach, uh, that's one of the things we're trying to do. We're trying to get out here in the community and uh, energize um, the fan base for my team so that they can have that home crowd that they play in front of. I will say um, we had some pretty good crowds that came out and watched. Um, social media helped. You know, you got Facebook and you got um, Twitter and you got all these social media outlets that you can uh, go on to and you can advertise your team. That helped. Uh, but mm-hmm. we got to get out in the community a little bit more. Uh, I do want you, – you're right. If we could build a women's football league fan base uh, – not even, uh, I would say, a, like a pro fan base, but like a, a, a college fan base or, or even a high school fan base. There's some high school mm-hmm. fan bases out here that are huge. And if we can get the the, the, the the community excited about women's football like that, then, yeah, the women will see that their, uh, their hard work and their dedication is paying off. Uh, but you're right. Let, let's get let's fill these stands. That All-Star weekend was an amazing weekend. Uh, it was great what you guys put on. Uh, I was excited to be down there and celebrate uh, with, with, with the teams and the players. Uh, but you're right. We need to get that fan base, um, get those dedicated fans come out, buy T-shirts, cheer for their team. And that would be an amazing thing to see. It would. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, it disheartens me all the time. And I, I tell Jennifer and I harp on it, and she gets tired of hearing me harp on it like the UT, University of Tennessee, 
has an orange and white scrimmage game down here in the spring, and they get 60-some thousand down there just to watch it. I'm talking about just a, a mid-squad, inter-squad inter spring scrimmage, and they get right at 70,000 people down there to watch it. And that just, that just blows my mind because I, I sit up there in those stands today, and most of those people that are going to these games, watching all these people, one, they don't know anything about football, and two, they don't. They sit there and they say, "Well, where's where's this player? Where's it?" They don't even know what they call their favorite player's number is. You know, without their name on the back of the jersey today, they couldn't even pick out their favorite players. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, you drove all this way, you spent all this money to get here, and you you claim you're a diehard New England Patriot fan, and you don't even know your favorite player's number. You know, and that just you know that's what that it really it really drives me crazy. It's a big pet peeve of mine is is these girls that I'm just you know speaking of every team. I suppose everybody does things a little different, but you know last year our first practice down here was in the was uh, ten degrees and about a foot, uh, not a foot of snow, but about eight inches of snow. And you know these girls out there traipsing in it, and then the next week. The wind was blowing about 40 mile an hour and made the wind chill about zero, and we're still out there practicing. And uh, you know we practice in that cold weather, and then we play in the scalding hot weather. And, and uh, you know you you have some decent crowds, like you say, we had some decent crowds show up. But just think if if every time those girls took the field, that these high school stadiums were packed out like they are at a high school game. You talking about see you know these girls really feeling and feeding off that you'd see some really really great play. I mean not that you don't now, but I mean it's exciting when uh, you know somebody makes a big play and you can hear the whole stands and uh, people clapping and stomping and versus being able to hear me and you holler at those players. You know <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, I do remember. Um, when I played back in high school and college, the crowd does make a player want to play harder. Uh, these crowds cheering for you and these crowds uh, motivating you to get out there and do do your best. It is it's a good thing. You got a crowd behind you. Uh, that is nice uh, to hear cheering. Uh, you know, we've been thinking about adding uh, cheerleading team to the organization for next year so that we can have uh, a couple little cheerleaders out there. So, um, trust me, I know what you mean, Coach. If we could get that crowd, uh, that fan base built for these women, uh, that would be that would be great. Well, you know, two or three years ago when the uh, Memphis team, that they come to our place and uh, beat us in the, the conference championship and uh, – he, there was a big crowd there, and uh, of course they they won, they beat us and won the game, and went on actually Keystone Assault beat them in the championship. But he told me he said, I mean we had a good crowd, and every time, I mean it was back and forth. I mean we had the ball and the lead in the fourth quarter, and every time they'd do something, the crowd was booing, and every time we'd do something, it's cheering. And you know the coach told me he said, you know what? That's the best atmosphere I've ever been a part of. Of course, I mean, he won the game, made it better, but 
he said, you know, even though he said they booed and cheered, and he said that's what you want when you play these kind of games. I mean, when these games come down to the to the wire and those crowds get into it and get these uh, get behind these ladies and you know, I, and most people if they didn't know these was women, they wouldn't know it. That you know what they when you hear women's football, it's like oh well, you know what. What kind of football is women's football? Well, you know what? I challenge every single person out there that's never watched a women's football game to come and watch one, and you will see. So, you know, they get a, a bad rap in a lot of in a lot of ways. Well, women, can they really play football? Well, you know what? There is some amazing women football players out there, and I don't want to just categor, categorize them as women because they're amazing football players. They just happen to be women. So, um, and these people get behind them, it would really help. And that's why, you know, I want to uh, uh, get this league built to where, you know, like we were talking uh, the other night, get good solid teams and come March 31st, we can have three or four games there with six or eight different teams and and all those teams be there and, and see and, you know, get behind what we're doing as a whole, not just because, your team's playing and my team's playing and other teams are playing because, look, you know yourself. You're in it and I'm in it. And if we don't help each other grow it, then we're going to be out of it, you know? Yeah, it it, it, it is. Like you said, it it, it is. I, I, I want to apologize, too. I keep using that word women. It's just football players playing football, playing nice, clean, wholesome football uh, fortunately, we didn't have anyone seriously hurt. Uh, we had a young lady that uh, got hurt in the first game, but she happened to come back and play against you guys in the playoff game, which I was excited for. Uh, she got to play. Um, but you're right, it, it, it's, it's football. Um, these girls, these women are out here giving their heart, giving their all, and I wouldn't want to tarnish their um their game by by categorizing it as women's football. I just want to say it's football, and uh, I want those uh, people out there listening to understand that football is football. Uh, if it's done right, if it's done fairly, and the friendship and competitiveness is is legit, uh, it's a great game to watch. Um, and I, you know, I, I I like I said, it was my first year ever being involved in a women's football league, but it was probably one of my better years. I've been coaching football for a long time. Um, and just having the, the, uh, the, I guess that satisfaction of being able to coach something different was amazing. I can't wait until next season. Yeah. It's sort of like, it's sort of like building a house, you know, you, you start that thing from scratch and when you get it done, it's, uh, all done and looks great and you look back and you say wow i did that right there you know what and and that's the for me that's that's the satisfaction of it uh is knowing that i took a team from scratch i'm telling you i had uh, the very first year we started a team players that had played one year before and i took girls from scratch that year and we went eight and one and then the next year I had three left from the original team, and we survived a, a bunch of stuff that year. And then we put on 
I think we had nine rookies this year, which was half of the team. And, you know, we were able to, to pull it off. And to me, that's the satisfaction and the gratification is to, to know you started from scratch and built something that withstood everything and was standing tall at the end. It ain't all – you can talk about all the awards you want and, and, and peop, you know, these coaches out here coaching levels making bukus of money and all that, well, guess what? They they got everything at their disposal. I mean, they want a player, guess what? They got money, they go get that player. You know, they want to draft this guy, hey, they trade up and get him. If they're coaching college, they want, to, they want this guy on their college team, they just go give him a scholarship. Well, guess what? Here in the Tri-Cities, if you say you want to play and you'd be dedicated to come and practice, you're on this team. And when you can – when I can take stuff from uh, me and the coaches, can take these players from nothing and make a, a championship team, that's the gratification for me. And I know it is for you. I hear it in your voice, you know, talking about how proud you are. To, two weeks ago, I had my sis, one of my sis, we had both of them on here, and one of them said, you know what, I've coached men forever. He said, I'll never coach them again. You know, and that's what we need in this sport right here. Is, is people like us that are out here donating their time and loving that they are doing it for the betterment of these women. Nothing to gain but just being proud of the, the product you put on the field. Yeah, <clears throat> again, like, uh, so uh, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story on how I got started uh, with this team. Um, I, I got to Fayetteville, North Carolina, to Fort Bragg, North Carolina in November of last year, and uh, I had just left Texas, El Paso, Texas, while I was coaching uh, uh, in a great organization uh, called the uh, the Tomahawks. Uh, but they were they were young boys. Uh, I had the twelve, thirteen U, uh, and that was fun. So I get here, and my girlfriend came up with me, and we were getting ready to go to a military ball, and one of her friends came up and was telling her about. Uh, her friends practice and I'm thinking that you know it may be powder puff it may be flag so I'm listening to my girlfriend and her friend talk and my girlfriend kind of plugged me and said that uh well he coaches football he's been coaching football for a long time maybe you know he can help so I got the owner's information gave her a call went out to that first practice and I was amazed at the dedication that the women had on the field it was it was a cold night uh, but I was amazed, um, and I got involved. And before I knew it, I'm trying to teach these uh, new this new team a spread offense. And yeah, that first game, that first victory uh, against West Virginia, seeing the excitement uh, in their eyes and hearing it in their voice, it was it was something amazing. And you know, I I, I do coach. I still coach kids. Uh, you know, I'm starting up with the uh, Falcons here. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to start with uh, uh, conditioning, uh, but that that's a 12U boys team or wreck out here in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, but my girls, uh, our first flag football game is the 27th of August, and I'm excited. I can't wait. I get to work more with my uh, my quarterback, uh, Miss Ashley Big Guns. I can't wait to see her develop more uh, for the next season. You're right. Something about coaching women's football has uh, excited me more. 
because I guess, you know, you expect men's football. You expect to see young men out here playing this game. But when you see uh, young women out here playing this game, there's something about it. There's something about it that's exciting uh, to see, and I'm excited to play. And I hope she's listening, but I want to thank the owner, uh, Miss Liz, for letting me do it, letting me help uh, coach and train and teach and mentor uh, this team. Uh, man, it's a great thing um, to be a part of. I'll tell you that. Hey, do you know uh, do you know y'all's uh, Facebook uh, page while you're talking about that? Yeah, the Facebook page is the uh, Fairville Fierce. Uh, I got that Mississippi action. You may not be able to understand, but it's the Fierce, F-I-E-R-C-E. <laughs> uh, if you can go to uh, Facebook, go on to the Fairville Fierce Facebook page. You'll see us. We got a couple of videos up. Um, the, 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 the page is growing. Uh, we're about to, you know, add some stuff to it. And hopefully the league uh, page grows. Again, man, I hope in three years, I hope that this league is the league they're talking about in women's football in the, in the United States of America. And I hope in, in two, three years, we are uh, talking about uh, expanding to the West Coast. We're talking about expanding to Canada because uh, one of my best friends that played for the D.C. Prodigy, she made the uh, women's U.S. women's football team that went up to Canada and took the gold medal. They played against mm-hmm. the best teams out of out of Mexico. They played uh, Canada, mm-hmm. Finland. That's some interesting stuff, man. Um, yeah, sure you is. Know, so. we, yeah, we actually, uh, as far as the league goes, the USWFL, we had a, a team from California call us today. Uh, had a, a new one from uh, Indiana contact us today. Uh, had a, a team in Carolina uh, contact us today. Maybe uh, wanting to come over here and join. Uh, we've had some, uh, a team from Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, right now, you know, we just don't have nobody for them to play until we can get some more teams. But I, I'm, you know, I'm de- like I said before. I don't know if you could hear before you called in, but I'm, I'm dedicated to this to this women's football, and I'm dedicated to making this league not only this league but women's football in general. I'm in, I'm dedicated to making it the the best I possibly can. Now I know you know it's going to take guys like me and you and and my assistant coaches and your coaches and and everybody else out there to get on the same page. Not you know, look, there there ain't nobody likes to win no more than me. I'll promise you that. But at the same sense, if if we don't have if we don't bond together and stick together, we have nobody to play. Winning is not an option, you know. So we have to build this league, get it up to to the par where it should already be. Uh, you know, we're behind. So I hope within the next year or two, three, that we we have some serious strong contender of teams, you know, to where they say, hey, this league's for real. And, you know, like I said, I don't know how many we're going to wind up this year, but we had seven or eight on the call the other night, and I think all those are pretty much committed, and uh, those are good quality teams, and that's what we need to start with and build. And and if we can go through and pull off an amazing season, an amazing championship and everything for these girls, I think that – it's just going to continue to get better. And, you know, I'm going to need the help of you 
and every single person that was on that call the other night, it's uh, it's imperative that we that we bond together. And you know, look when when we go to play, hey, you want to win, I want to win, and at the end, it's you know, sometimes it just don't go the way you want it to, and you got to go home and coach them up, prepare for the next game. And I seen today two competitive teams up there, but the coaches interacting. The players were getting along, you know. They, I mean, they was everybody was wanting to win their drills, but it's nothing personal, you know. It can't be, and you know I keep saying that, and I try to tell my girls every single week at practice, girls, it's nothing personal. I want you to play with the chip on your shoulder, but it's all about winning. It's it's nothing personal, you know, and don't take it personal because it's a game, you know, and and you want to win that game, sure. And you want to win, and your team wants to win, and and they should. And but at the end of the day, we all have to come together. It's like when we meet out there in the middle of the field. You know, we have to come together and uh, be a better person when we win or lose, and and uh, take it and and go on. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I, I will say this. I will say that I, I've learned uh, from this last season that. Um, Women, uh, again, I use that word women, but what I learned from women's football here is that they do, they want to win. They're very competitive. Uh, I got a young lady on the team, uh, Miss T. She beats me up every chance she gets. She is in my butt telling me, you know, coach me up, make sure that I'm prepared, and she's down and dirty getting at it. She did real good in that all-star game. But, you know, she's probably one of the more competitive athletes I've met in a long time. And uh, they do want to win. But at the end of the day, uh, win or lose, they're going to walk across that field. They're going to shake hands. We're going to come together as a team. We're going to have our conversations. The coaches are going to talk. The players, we let the veterans do their thing and they get to talk. But uh, then we get to practice on what we did wrong and what we can do to get better. Uh, there are no hurt feelings. There are no uh, bad attitudes. I hadn't seen a lot of uh, problems when it comes to, you know, it's your fault that we lost. It's your fault that we did that. They get behind each other. They build each other up. Uh, they make sure that their teammates understand that, hey, you made that mistake, but let's go. We're going to get it on the next play, or we're going to get it on the next game. Um you have to understand, Coach, we are, were a team that went uh, – we didn't win a game two years didn't win one game. And we came back this year and we uh, got to play in the playoffs and got to play in an all-star game. So we're excited. Uh, we're excited about next year, uh, next season. Um, and we're excited about playing some football. Yeah, well, that that's where it should be, you know. And, you, uh, you know, that's what – to me, that's what uh, if you're a coach, that's what you do. You know, I see these guys in different sports and stuff uh, sit over on the sidelines, their hands crossed and their legs crossed, and these kids need them uh, the most when they're getting beat and getting killed and in the game. And the coach sitting over there like he's in La La Land, man, it drives me crazy. Uh, I want to go over and jerk him up myself. Say, hey, these kids need you. You know, and that's that's what we're going to do here is, is uh, we take, uh, like I said earlier, it ain't like we're turning to anybody away. If you say you can come to practice and 
wear that uniform. Hey, we're going to coach you up at something, you know, and uh, we, we've did that. And we're going to continue to do that. And uh, um, we're going to make the best players we possibly can and uh, hope that uh, we can compete again. I mean, that's what it's about. Uh, but this, for this league, um, you know, right now, this is, you know, where we ain't practicing. I mean, I know it's recruiting time and, and off season and working and like you getting a seven on seven deal going and that's great. Uh, but you know, somebody like me, we're trying our best to, to get this league off the ground. I know it's been in existence, but it ain't really, uh, been in existence like it needs to be. And like, we're going to try to get it done and, um, you know, try to make this, uh, USWFL a, a great league for, for these teams like yours and mine and, and everybody that was on that call. And for that matter, anybody that wants to join, you know, maybe, you know, in the next year or two, we can add a couple of tiers to this thing, you know, like that uh, the WFA and them do and, and where you ain't just got the small roster. I mean, you might you might raise enough players on your team to, to be in another tier. And the same thing for me. But, uh, you know, for now, um, we're going to, we're going to try to build it as, as what we said and, and move on. And, and, uh, it's going to take all of us. And, you know, that's one reason I wanted to have you on here tonight is to talk about it and your team. And, you know, because you and them are a big part of this league. And I hope next week to have another team, uh, uh, represent representative on there. And, uh, you know, where we can talk with them and what their ideas and, and goals are and what they look forward to because I want to I want to try to get every team and a, a, re, a coach or an owner or somebody representative or something from each team that's going to be in our league next year on one of these shows to talk about it and give them a chance to promote their team, you know, like you. And uh, I don't have any uh, bad thing to uh, uh, say about anybody promoting promoting their team. Hey, you're promoting your team, it looks good in the league. And, you know, that's what I'm doing. So um, that's uh, that's why I wanted to have you on here. And you're really excited about the sport, and, and that's what we need. So uh, I really appreciate you coming on and talking with me tonight, Coach. Hey, no problem, Coach. Hey, thanks uh, for inviting me. You can invite me back anytime. Uh, I got no problem coming on talking about football, especially about my, <laughs> my team. I love my girls yeah. to death. Uh, they're like little sisters to me. So, hey, no problem. Thanks a lot. Uh, looking forward to seeing you uh, next year in March. Um, have a good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh. Uh, it was amazing. Coach. All right. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you. Y'all have a good time in that seven-on-seven. Seven. Good luck to you. Hey, thanks a lot. Yes, sir. Hey, there was Coach Will from Fayetteville Pierce. Uh, they got a really good team up there. I'm telling you, he's talking about that spread offense. Hey, they got it. They got it going on. I've seen it first, firsthand. Um, I really want to thank uh, JC Hawk Sports Network for giving me and and this league this opportunity to come on here and talk about women's football and you know, like I say. People like Coach Will and Coach Mike and Tony and Laura and, and everybody I've had on the show, hey, they're all excited. We all have one main goal in mind, 
and that's to build this league and women's football. Um, I'd like for to, uh, you know, if anybody don't know about the USWFL, they can visit the website at uswfl.net uh, or on Facebook at the USWFL Football League. Uh, they want anybody's interested in the Tri-Cities Thunder, you can visit that website, tricitiesthunder.com. That's our team. Uh, like Fayetteville, we're recruiting, uh, getting ready for the off season. Uh, we're also on Facebook at Tri-Cities Thunder Women's Football. Um, you know, it's 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 tough, and uh, I wanna I wanna thank every every girl out here that plays uh, plays this sport. You've been told so much you can't, and you still keep your head up and hope that someday you get the chance. And some, like I said earlier, some of you girls working out every day, every week, uh, hoping to be on a team. Don't know what's going on. Um, Hey, keep your head up. You don't know what's going to be around the corner. Uh, so uh, for anybody out there that's looking to get their team in a good league, uh, we got a good league started right here. And uh, it's the USWFL. Like I said, you can contact us there and get a hold of us and talk about your team and if, uh, if we're a good fit for you or not. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of football to be talked about from here to uh, – uh, March 31st for the USWFL. That's when we're going to try our best to kick off the the season. We're going to have an inaugural kickoff um, classic that day. We're going to have three or four games that same day. Uh, teams traveling from uh, around to one place and, you know, sort of a deal. We're going to try to maybe split it up and have the North and the South teams play each other and then the uh, all the North teams at one time play the South teams one time and then uh, maybe have a six-game uh, schedule within your divisions after that. So we'll have a total of seven-game schedule. And uh, if you want to get an off-date uh, for another out-of-league game, you can. Um, I think this will really help us with the numbers that we're having on this um, rosters. So um, that would definitely be a great day of football that you don't want to miss so of course we don't know who's going to play who yet and i know i'm probably going to start hearing that uh get bombarded by questions who's going to play who i don't know yet uh we don't even know exactly who's going to be in the league like i say we had three or four different teams call today interested not that anybody said anything that they uh uh nailed down anything for sure they're just wanting to know ideas Everybody wants to get their team in the best league possible, and I don't blame them. And from from the get-go, this has been the best league for my team, and uh, this is the USWFL, and uh, uh, it's, it's based on um, small roster teams, uh, building foundations and starter teams, you know, like Coach Will said, that was their first year last year. Uh, they weren't in the USWFL. They didn't win a game. And, you know, then they come back this year and uh, play in the playoffs, make girls that make the all-star game, shined in the all-star game. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a great place to land your team. I know some teams are too good to play in this league, and 
literally they are too good. They're too big and too good to play. But if you're just getting a team started or you don't have very big numbers, hey, this is the league for you. And, uh, we, you know, we want you. If you're a good quality team, hey, holler at us. We'd be glad to have you. We're, we're, uh, we're looking for teams to uh, uh, fill some spots and, you know, have a great season. And uh, so this is, this is what we've been looking for, the opportunity to uh, really grow women's football. So I think we're on the right track with that. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening tonight and uh, thank Coach Will for coming on uh, again. Thank J.C. Hawk Sports Network for giving me the opportunity to uh, talk about this great sport that I love and, and uh, my wife and all my players and, and all the players across the country love. You know, if they didn't, they wouldn't be playing. And I'm going to tell you something. It takes a lot to stick your neck out there and uh, commit to something when you don't know what's going to happen. You've been all, all you've been scolded away from it your whole life. And, uh, you know, don't get discouraged. Look, don't get discouraged. Just like Coach Will said, they didn't win a game last year, and then they turned around this year. So, don't get discouraged. And it takes a lot more to be a leader than to be a failure or a quitter. So be a leader, you know, be, be the person that you always dreamed you could be if they'd have let you play. So with that being said, um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, like I said, if you uh, interested in uh, joining the USWFL, uh, give us a holler. Thank everybody. Uh, We'll see you next week.